For over 75 years, Moses has served this region with hustle, integrity, and caring. Our core values are what make us the number one provider of complete customer care, from sales to our service and parts departments, all the way to our body shop. I'm Reeves Kurtner, and this is In Your Business. Season one of In Your Business is presented by Moses Auto Mall of Huntington, online at mosesmeansmore.com and powered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce and Kindred Communications. This week, we're talking about taking a local product national. We're joined by Dr. Brett Jarrell and Dr. Walter Netto, the founders of Suracell, a luxury skincare product that was developed and is still manufactured right here in Huntington, and it's taking off nationally. They're going to share the backstory of Suracell, their journey taking this product nationally, the benefits of being based out of Huntington, and more. Let's get in your business. So first thing, um, introduce yourselves, both of you, please, so we can you know know, know the put the, the the voice with the name. Okay, Hi, my name is uh, Dr. Brett Gerald. Uh, my name is Dr. Walter Nero. And and give us uh, well, talk about your your backgrounds before we start talking about Suracell. Okay, uh, I'm an emergency medicine physician, uh, biomedical researcher. I'm from Huntington, West Virginia, originally, and uh, kind of in a nutshell. Uh, I am a licensed physician with a background in uh, general surgery. I've been a biomedical researcher for 15 years. I have done work on cancer stem cells, developing different tre- treatments for burns and wounds. Uh, I also was, has, have done some work on uh, bone and uh, tissue engineering. And uh, But over the last about eight, nine years, I've been working on CCT, which stands for Cell Communication Technology, and that's why Cell was born. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Give us one, give us a brief overview of what of what Cell is. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I basically, you know, like like I said before, you know, so over the last eight years, I've been working on CCT, and what is CCT? CCT is the way that the cells communicate, and that's a series of commands and cells. It's basically the body programming. Uh, it's the way that, like, the, the cells talk to one another. Uh, most people don't know that your skin replenishes itself every 28 days. So somebody who is nine years old doesn't have nine-year-old skins, but why doesn't your skin behave the same way that it did you know, when you were in your 20s or 30s? Well, it's because you know, as we age, this communication gets lost. And at Cell, we basically found that we can replenish some of this lost health communications that the cells have, and that's when you see a rejuvenation effect, and that's when Cell was basically born. Okay. So, you know, what what inspired you to start the product? How did you how did all this go? Hey, that we we can do this and 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 create a uh, you know, a fix for this problem. Well, Walt and I uh, we used to be housemates and so we'd have finished work or whatever we're doing and we just have these conversations and somebody had mentioned he was working on a particular project and somebody was just like, "Wow, some of this, you know, possibly could be turned into a a skincare or something like that. And it wasn't what Cirocell is, but it kind of sparked an idea. And we were watching things like Shark Tank and different shows like that, and we were seeing all these products that just seemed terrible. Like, uh, we scooped mud from the side of the river, or, or we put a bunch of sugar in the basement and mixed it with color, and now they're selling it. And I'm just like, there's there's got to be a better way. right? And so with our background in research and medicine, we are like, let's... Why don't we try to do this? What year? What year is this? Not, uh, f- fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, okay. around that. You know, actually, I mean, I was working on burn and wound healing treatments. You know, and uh, 
And that's where the CCT is starting to really come into fruition, understand, you know, and try to own like this body programming and trying to use it in harvest to a therapeutic yeah. effect. And uh, when we thought that like, you know, the same thing could actually be, uh, have, you know, applications for cosmetics. So we just, you know, try just a really small batch in our lab just to see what people thought about it. And uh, the, the response was overwhelmingly positive. And uh, that's when we decided to yeah. go into skincare. And we, and, you know, and originally, we just wanted to do this to fund our other research. Okay. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you know, we never imagined to be in skincare. There was not something that we planned for it, but we had a, a lot, of, you know, more projects and you know, everything costs money. And uh, we just wanted to fund our other projects. And that's a, basically the main reason that yeah. Cell yeah. was born. Yeah, the point of entry to skincare uh, was, appeared a lot less. Uh, unbeknownst to us, it's uh, just as expensive as creating a drug. Right. So, uh, yeah, we entered the game with tens of nickels and uh, not realizing we needed uh, tens of millions. <laughs> so, so how, you know, going back to the, the beginning, 14, 15, you know, how did you originally distribute the product, um, at, you know, the beginnings of this product? Yeah, I think, you know, we... We really like we started in actually 2016, but okay. we we really only launched in 2019. Okay. So we were in a black box for like a few years, getting all of our patents together. So once we did that, that that's the next thing. Which when it comes to distribution, um, there are two ways that you can basically do. You can go to direct to consumer, or you you can go into retail. Uh, obviously, we open a, a website and try to sell you know directly to consumers and we just in another I think our first basically carrier was the Greenbrier okay you know so we you know so we put our product there and it started getting some notoriety in but realizing how small we were and our limitations you know in terms of just exposure and we thought that our best way to deal with this is just trying to get people uh, product on people's hands That's and, right. and yeah. let them try it and that's how we basically got most of our traction, you know, just trying to get on people's hand and let them experience and get the, you know, and once the, we had to have a pleasant experience, we have like a 70, 80% retention, retention rate, which is great. And, uh, and that's how we got most of our distribution on. We have sold products at uh, Bergdorf and Goodman, uh, Nima Marcus. Uh, we are right now, I think on 10 of the Cosbar. Uh, we sell at some uh, dermatology offices here in Huntington. Uh, we, uh, Dr. Amy Vaughn uh, at the retreat carries our product. Uh, we also sell at some plastic surgeon's office, Marshall, Marshall's Plastics. Uh, Dr. Dr. Peter Ray also sells our product. And so those are the Sloan ways that Square. Sloan Square which, as well. Which was kind of a unique experiment because it's an art gallery. Yeah. And actually it's one of our top sales. Okay. Places. Who, who is the ideal user for the product? Like, it, it, I guess our male, our, female. It's it's either. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's unisex. It's probably thirty-five to sixty-five. Okay. Uh, and that, yeah, it, uh, it it appeals to. It's that's kind of the one of the great things about it. It it works for everybody. Sure. So you you mentioned like Greenbrier was one of the the first places you had the product. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen. 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, right, so, be, right before COVID, right, <laughs> great time, right. Yeah. So great we time. timed it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so from there, 
when did you recognize that you had a potential product that could go on a national level? We knew oh. that we had a great product. I mean, from the beginning, I mean, there was yeah. never a question. We knew that what we were putting out there, because the, the response that we got was such positive that we knew that we had a good product. Our, our challenge would be just exposure, just people try our, our product. So, but we knew right away that we had something really good. Yeah, and one of the approaches we had, we knew we couldn't be the cheapest product. You know, we just don't have the resources to make that kind of volume, but we knew we could make the best product. And we think our technology is not uh, superseded by anybody. So that's the route we took, make the best product available and then you know, we didn't want to land in the middle because then you just get lost, and uh, that's kind of a that, that's that makes it even harder to distinguish yourself. And just to add to uh, Brett's answer about who uses our product, and you know, basically have two demographics. Really, you have a little bit of an older de demographic that have already seen signs of aging, and uh, like I said, like restoring some of this health communication can help really like diminish the wrinkles, you know, improve tone and texture, boost elastin and collagen. But that, that is also used for a younger demographic because you really start losing this cell-to-cell -cell communication on your 20s. So if you, if you can like, as you go, replace what you're losing, it's almost like slow down the aging clock. So there is like two demographics that uh, actually- Yeah, and younger use. people are, younger to us, I guess, yeah. uh, are much more interested in skin health than... Uh, this generation, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This generation's way into it, relatively. Uh, I mean, I, you know, we grew up, we just got sunburned. That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. there wasn't really SPF and all that stuff. That's kind of, you know, evolved as I've gotten older. This uh, this generation is very uh, in tune with that and uh, skin health and safety. Right. It's, it's like going to the gym, right? You know, if you go into the gym your entire life, it's much easier when you're 40 or 50 than to just start lifting weights when you're 40 or 50. So in a way, if you start taking care of your skin in an earlier age, it's just much easier to age gracefully, I guess. Moses Amal of Huntington has been the region's premier Cadillac dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs, visit us online at mosesmeansmore.com. Again, from the beginning, how did you package? The, who packaged it for you? Oh. Where did you get all that? Who? <laughs> where's all that that side of this? So we do everything here. I mean, yeah. I in Huntington, in Huntington, in our lab, yeah, on 10th Street, in, in, in our lab. I mean, yeah. I've, I mean, I, you know, I was packaging everything by hand. That's great here locally. Yeah, we still local. do. Yeah, we still do. You know, and uh, and we source our ingredients. Um, from the United States, you know, uh, we created our serum, which is a cellular-based serum, but we also add some things that we thought they would complement the serum, such as, you know, hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, vitamin E, and things like that. Uh, but uh, everything was made in here. It's awesome. And uh, from the cell culture to mixing, bottling, and fulfillment center, everything's in Huntington. Do you ever see a potential where that would have to change and Huntington wouldn't be able to support you anymore? No, I mean, we've actually fought to keep it here. Uh, we feel like, uh, well, we like Huntington first and foremost. Of course. Um, 
I thought I'd never. I grew up saying I would never move here, and I've done that nice. Now I don't swear as much. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we have. Huntington's uh, very comfortable. Um, the cost of living, the cost of manufacturing is not terribly high. We have talent between the medical school and the biomedical school and the business school for that matter. Mm-hmm. Like if our goal is to scale, we think we have all the resources here to, to achieve whatever goals we have. Uh, How many employees do you have? Walters are full time. Yeah, we have about, but we have a lot of people about, contracted. Uh, yeah, okay. about ten to fifteen, yeah. you know, contractors that work with us, but uh, full um, full employees, just basically just me. Yeah. Sure. So, did you all have to make any changes when you took it to a national scale? No, because same we, product, same yeah. same thing. Yeah. Because you know, just more of it. More yeah. of it. We just prepare ourselves from the beginning. Uh, even though we were small, we prepared to scale it. Yeah. So there was not any changes that we needed to to make as we grew. Yeah, when we when we first designed like our quality system and our packaging, uh, everything was designed so that a it could be scalable. But uh, I mean, it would meet very high standards. And and it also at the time it was you know we didn't know if whether Trump or Clinton was going to be president. So we were prepared for, like, if, if there was going to be even more regulation or FDA intervention, because we're, we're in a kind of this gray space of cosmeceuticals. Uh, so we, we weren't sure where that was going to land. So we, we treat everything like a, almost as stringently as a pharmaceutical. We, we definitely are in line with medical device manufacturing best practice and uh so that that's all scalable um and uh we figured create the culture now we'll grow into it okay so you mentioned you know your your best marketing is is just getting the the product in people's hands Mm -hmm. um that's easy locally Mm -hmm. it's easy even at the Greenbrier, you know two hours away whatever it is but again going back to nationally how do you market this product on a national level it's really tough. Yeah. So one of the, the challenges we have is we're a, a new product, a new brand, but we're also a new technology. So that takes a much more effort. And also, you know, another thing that's a challenge for us is you don't get this uh, instantaneous uh, allergic reaction when your face swells or turns red. You know, there's not this instant gratification. Right. That's something so, happened. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, so it's a kind of a slow burn to get real, real results. You have real efficacy. So, uh, whenever we approach marketing, we try to find everything is based on value. We don't have a ton of extra money to spend, so we try to find the best spend that we can. So we try to target people that would utilize it. Uh, you know, people that are in the space that uh, evaluate things like this or uh, places that uh, are leaders in the market that would uh, we could get some trickle down effect. from. You know, like and we also try to participate into events. I mean, just this yeah. year. So for an example, so we were into, into the official Grammys bag. OK, we were into wow. the we were into the Oscars bag. Yeah, as, everybody as well. wins bag. Everybody wins bag. We're gonna be on New York Fashion Week, just coming up. We were on the Talk TV show. We were on feature on CBS The Talk this year as well. And uh, we just got invited to be a Rolls Royce affiliate brand. Uh, and we are going, we'll be heading to London on October 6th. Yeah. yeah. That's unbelievable. To, yeah, that's kind of cool. That. We, thought, yeah. we thought the email was spam. Right? Yeah. Yes, we got a, <laughs> we, we, we got a call from a St. James Publishing House, and they were like, we represent the royal family and Rolls Royce. 
and uh, we've been vetting you guys for the last six months and we would like for you guys to represent the beauty category on on this event that we're gonna do in London and like as Brett said we thought it was you know so how do you get in the Grammy bag I mean how did how so, does something so there, there are people that are uh, facilitate that and uh, so we had some connections through some connections and basically we asked them uh, and they checked us out they vetted us and and they thought yeah this is something and the main people is people have to love your yeah. Your your product, right? You need somebody there to like you yeah. first. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, and because honestly, it's so hard to market a product. It's just such a competitive place. So if you don't have a great product, I mean, you already you already lost. Yeah, you know. So there there's some great products that, that they don't even get out of the you know local market. They sure. they basically you know get shut down. But that's a key factor that you need to have if you wanted to develop a brand or a, or a business it's a good product yeah sure and, and i'll add too i mean it's it, um a guarantee it's a crowded field like you said i know there's there's of course products more quality than others but if i if i guarantee wrink, google wrinkle remover i'm gonna get 500 products oh, right yeah. and, it's, and it's like you said it's hard to stand out on, you know, that, on that level and one of the things that was really tricky initially is um so all these you, you fall under this cosmetics uh uh, law, and so you couldn't really say you did. You you actually were reduced wrinkles. You had to say reduce the appearance of wrinkles. So you have every brand using the exact same language, of course. So you can't really discern what is real and what isn't. So that's why money makes so much of an impact in marketing because. Yeah, if you have a, a, a spend of a million dollars a month on advertising, well, that's a lot better than what we're doing, you know? Moses Auto Mall of Huntington has been the region's professional-grade GMC dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned GMCs, visit us online at MosesMeansMore.com. You mentioned this earlier, so let's, let's let's talk more about this. So having partnerships and and, and distribution, um, how did those original conversations go? Who did you reach out with? Well, each of the companies they have buyers, right? You know, so what you have, what you can do, you can just enter your product for consideration, and uh, you usually just send your product for consideration, and you. There is some paperwork sometimes that it is uh, involved, and then you usually get a, an answer, yes or no, like a month or two after that. So, uh, but uh, most of these like retailers, big companies that you know also do retail, they have buyers. Okay. So you just gotta find and do your research, find who these these people are, and try to get the product into their hands. And that's why it's so key to have a good product. Right. Yeah. We we try to target the decision maker. Yeah. Who's going to make the final call? Right. And then we try to get our product in their hands. Easier said than done. Well, I was going to say, mean, and I bet once you get the first one or two, yeah. I bet it does get easier. Uh, I mean, it. I, I, I don't think so. I think it's like you have the same battle with each, no matter how well, little help. The thing, the one thing is different. The smaller and regional, there's less bureaucracy than, okay. say, a, a national uh, firm. Uh, so that there's there's less people to deal with so that can be helpful well i guess like another thing that people don't take into consideration is that once you get your product into these big retailers the work you know the work doesn't end no you still have to support them you need to go check is everything doing okay how are we selling do you need samples you know sometimes you visit the 
store make sure your product is well positioned training because you know training you know if your product is on the back shelf and nobody sees your product nobody's gonna buy your That's product right. yeah. you know so there is a lot of work that goes after you got into these retailers as well uh, and but the work really never ends yeah what percentage of your all sales are retail versus um, brought directly from your website. We have changed a yeah. lot since COVID. Before yeah. COVID, it was a much larger percent. It's probably uh, 80. Much larger, what? Retail. Uh, retailers. Retail was 80% before yeah. COVID, okay. And then COVID came and then everything changed. So we took an approach that we wanted to focus much more on direct to consumer uh, product because you know, everything was closed. Yeah. And uh, so it's almost like an invert now. Yeah. It used to be 80 20, now it's 20 80. Yeah. Okay. It's great. I mean, it, there was a lot of lessons there. I mean, Do you was, use uh, Amazon and people like that? N- uh, no, yeah, but we're looking Amazon. at. Yeah. Because you know. one of the things that you know, we, when we. Our batches, we do we do small batches. You know, we joke it's artisanal, uh, you know, but we, they're generally a smaller batch. And our bottles, like one of the biggest challenges for us is there's a big capital spend up front to buy the packaging and buy bottles. Sure. So how many? Like how many? In a, so at a ten thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah. yeah. Like in, and so we can get some better deals out of South Korea, um, but that adds probably six oh, two months of waiting to receive them and you know, so we had to learn like shipping and all that sure so yeah we we're always learning something new well that's but and then like you know but american made products uh you have to like ten thousand be would be lucky to find that it's probably 30 to fifty thousand initial so it, it's like they don't want to deal with you if it's a small order you know so you relative to what they're used to you mentioned you know starting right before covid yeah. and, and now over the last two years or so you know we hear um you know, slow down. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, supply chain. Have you all ran into any of those issues on? on no. Not a ton, because no. yeah, we're the factory, and Walter right. in particular. I didn't know. You know, yeah. I didn't know your bottles from South Korea. You yeah, know, something like that. But that's good. No, actually, sur- surprisingly, we didn't have any. Yeah. You know, any problems at all with our uh, pro- with any anything that we needed. Yeah. So sure, it's been good. So what? You know, any unexpected challenges? You've kind of any unexpected challenges when you started taking this product nationally i think i think it's just scaling it is just really hard it's uh what do you you mean scaling it like getting people to a know our name and subsequently try our product it's just a uh that is a huge challenge to get traffic to your web page um create content all the time uh meaningful content you know, we've we've got we've worked with so many uh, digital marketing companies, and every marketing company is really good at marketing themselves. Okay, right, right. And so, that's a, that's, you know, I mean, like that, we ha- that's the issue that yeah. we had is finding the right person to yeah. do marketing because that understands our science. I mean, we had one one group that was supposedly just the the, the lights out great for beauty in the beauty space and. We're, they're like, well, you, you got a million hits last month on your webpage, and like, well, we had like six sales. They're like, oh, fabulous! You know, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, it's like we got their interns, right? You know, so I mean, it's and it's also very different marketing yeah. locally and marketing yeah. nationally. Of course, it is. Yeah, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, because you know, like locally, number one, your target audience is very small, right? So if I want to run, let's just say, like you know, I want to run an ad, you know, um, I want to let's just say, like I want to run a $300 ad if I want to run in Huntington 
everybody's gonna see my product, right? Basically, right? right. You know, but if I am running nationally, that get a lot diluted. So oh that's, yeah, you know, so that's when <laughs> it comes to you know targeting, sure. like know how to target your know your customer, and know you know how to actually target them makes like a big difference, and that's one of the challenges that we you know really found is finding a good marketing person that can actually understand that because. You know, marketing a product nationally, it's very, it's not easy. So again, you you mentioned you know social media and, and digital. What other what other marketing have you done? We've done PR, and of course, we've done these events. What do you mean by PR? What is PR? PR, uh, public relations, yes. in, in the sense that, um, well, we use this firm out of New York City that was like they would supply product to editors and they to events. Uh, we've, we partnered with a magazine called Ask Us Beauty. They're based out of Florida. They've championed us. Uh, they, they, they try to take a sober look at beauty and uh, aesthetics and try to clear the white noise. And so they really appreciate how we approach our science. Uh, so we try to find partners that can elevate us uh, or like-minded. Um, but yeah, it's it's finding finding a marketing partner that understands what what your vision is and then is able to run with it. Have you tried um, local, yeah, media companies for that? Yeah, we have tried. I mean, but you know, and, and trust me, we love here, but it's a small town, right? Sure. We yeah. need we need. Well, there's no more. there's no beauty. Yeah. Uh, marketing specialist in Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah, you're right. Yes. You know, yeah. there, there's great you're, you're great media marketing companies here in Huntington. Uh, we do okay. Uh, yeah. what, what, we, what we do, but we're not a specialist on a national scale in terms sure. of and that's, beauty that's, products and, and so forth. Yeah. But having said that, uh, the community has been very supportive of us, and we're yeah. very thankful for that. And uh, even though Huntington is not a small, not not a very large town. Sure. They support us, yeah. and, uh, and now it's just getting this support and just I mean, scaling. Fa- interestingly, our, our biggest areas where we sell are New York, California, and West Virginia. Great, and that's kind of love it. Yeah, it's kind of wild, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, when, when you started taking the product nationally, what were your original goals, and you know, what milestones have you hit so far that you're proud of and excited about? Well, I think our original goal was just to everybody to hear about our product. When, like I said, we knew we had a good product, right? So just exposure, get everybody to hear, and uh, you know, and we knew that once they tried our product, they would usually come back because we have like we have a seventy to eighty percent retention rate. So if somebody just uses our products, a seventy to eighty percent chance that they will come back and and purchase uh, again. So that was like the thing that we thought on the beginning, just let the product talk, you know, for itself. And yeah. as soon as, you know, pe- people would use it, we would get traction on it. As far as like milestones, I think, well, we, when we first got in the Greenbrier, that was cool. Uh, being sold in a national chain was pretty exciting. What was your first chain? Uh, Nima Marcus. Yeah, Nima yeah. Marcus. Okay. And, uh, and then, you know, the consistency, building relationships like with Cosbar, you know, we've grown out through them. Uh, you know, every now and then we'll get a celebrity mention us or something. So that's kind of, you know, it's a little pat on the back. Uh, Rolls Royce, this thing, uh, man, it kind of blew us away. And uh, we're excited to see what comes of this. Sure. Yeah. What, you, you know, going back to the marketing question, uh, you said somebody you had a million hits to the website. Okay. 
uh, but we only, only had six six sales. You know, what kind of metrics do you look at? You know, it, just sales, or, or is there more, no, than, no, more no, things that, that you're more, looking for? Go that, ahead. That is like you know, uh, conversion rates. You know, cost per click customer acquisition rates. Yeah. These are all things that you have to look at very yeah. closely because marketing is never a finished thing. It's yeah. always like an ongoing. It's evolving. It's, a, it's always a, evolving and you need to adapt to to make it, you know. As, that, Walter as, brings you know, up the customer acquisition rate. That's a huge number and a lot of marketing companies we've, we've, we've talked to and engaged with and some we've even used didn't know what that was, and it was really surprising. It was something, you know, it's a calculation based on your sales and, and how much money are you spending to get a sale. To get one, yeah. you know, a, a, a new customer. Yeah, to get a new customer. And even even if the first number's through the roof high, it still gives you a point of reference, and, and it gives you, uh, you know, a stepping stone to, so, all right, let's, how do we get this, improve this? Sure. And they'll give you, like, different indications of how you're doing, you know, as a company. So, for an example, like, the retention rate, it tells you if you have 70 to 80, the quality of your product is not the issue, right? Sure, yeah. So, you know. But you're probably not getting a ton of new people either. You know, but yeah, yeah you know, and, the, and and that's why you need like you know, the cost per click. But then, then there is a difference between a cost per, per click and then conversion rate because cost per click is just somebody checking out your website. But then, you know, how many of these people have actually bought the product, right. you know, and how much money did that took to this entire process? What percentage of all these people who checked out your product actually purchased? So all of these things, you know, you have to take in consideration. What about, um, you know, being a, that's really, really interesting. Your top three states, California, New York, and West Virginia, when you're dealing with you know some of these national retailers and and, and national brands, um, is there a um, is there a prejudice against West Virginia company uh, no. being a West Virginia Not, company at all? I think well, so when we first started, I think you know because we have a uh, we have an office in Palo Alto, yeah. With, so and that's on our thing because it kind of it does lend some credibility because. Who are, who are we? No. But so like, but with regards to all of our, like our science, uh, we used world-class labs that are internationally known. Uh, so everything we do, we try, we, we try to position it in a position, in a, in a manner that makes us look legitimate. Well, is I understand. It, no, and, and I, what I'm saying is, but yeah, I mean, West Virginia, people are kind of like, huh? we have a, there's, you know, there, we have horrible stereotypes. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Um, and uh, and the jokes and they get old I and mean, I don't laugh at them anymore yeah. and and um, you know so I think what you're I guess what I'm trying to say is I think what you're doing is is good for Huntington good for West Virginia for our for our yeah. credibility yeah. for our state's credibility yeah well I think you know uh, there's some push obviously you know with uh, Brad Smith coming to Marshall uh, Joe Maxwell there's Core Ten there's you know there's these guys that are saying hey tech can be done in Appalachia. And Walter and I are of this mind. Bi- biotech can be done in Appalachia as well. Sure, you know. And, and uh, we actually chose to be here. Yeah. I mean, we we love the area because uh, there was push. They, they want you know some of our partners and some of the people that we were working with wanted us to move to New Jersey or California. But you know what we spend on uh, rent for us a year would be rent for a month, and it's just why we can do it here yeah this, this so, just, it just seemed foolish as Brett was saying we have good help here we have uh, a good uh, workforce that we can use it 
And uh, and this is also home. So for us, we don't, you know. And, you know, COVID uh, helped us in a lot of different ways. Now people are very accustomed to working remotely. That's right. And so, like, we have a copywriter. She lives in New York. We have... Uh, our marketing guys yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. Our, uh, you know, our CEO is in Maryland. So we have, like, all of this... Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's 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 brave new world. Yeah. So looking ahead, what are your future plans for Suracell? Well, launching more products is is one of them. So we have an exfoliant that we want to launch very soon. That is already formulated. We have a, a hair product that it is very excited. You know, the, all all of the preclinical trials, you know, are very good and continue developing our medical side as well. Uh, Cell now there are there are uh, two companies that is Cell Cosmetics and Cell Bio. Cell Bio is our medical arm. Uh, we currently have two clinical trials which are with two major universities enrolling patients and just continue pushing the medical side of it and then you know and just launching more products on the cosmetic side i think that's the yeah that's the we're excited thing. about the clinical trials um we're, it's actually our recovery which was the post procedure so we're going we're in a uh, radiation burn treatment there's no real treatment for that for people getting radiation therapy for cancer so uh our pilot studies have shown that decreased pain, uh, increased healing, and uh, decreased uh, cosmetic effects from radiation. So we're excited about that. And we're also in a uh, scar reduction study, so post-operative scar reduction. So people have major surgery, right. well, they can have less scarring. Are these, is everything over-the-counter or this? Yeah, everything's over-the-counter, right. Everything's over-the-counter, yeah. yeah. So we're and you know we're in talks with some other academic centers to hopefully do some. We're, we're these these studies uh, they increase value for the company, but they they really validate the company. And so again, this is how we take a company, small company out of West Virginia, and make it a legitimate company worldwide. Do you think you know? Could you could you all be acquired one day? Is that absolutely? Yeah, I think, and, and Walt and I talk about this often, most large pharmaceutical companies or cosmetic companies, they're so big that they can't really, they don't innovate very well. Sure. And so it's just easier for them to acquire and, and then you know, assimilate. Right. Bring in a new technology. Yeah. Sure. to create themselves. Sure. So that's the way that kind of works. But yeah, I mean, that is a, is a strong possibility that one day we will be, um, acquired, but uh, we really hope that we can keep our manufacturing in Huntington, yeah. and uh, because there is no need for us to be in Palo Alto. I mean, if we can produce here, there is no no reason for us to be yeah. there. Yeah, you know. So, so based on your experience, and I'm, I'm kind of getting towards the end of this. Yeah. You know, what what advice would you give to entrepreneurs uh, that are considering taking a product? You know, that started here in Huntington, mm -hmm. started in our regional, uh, in our region, nationally. Well, uh, if I mean, I think any entrepreneur, Walter and I did a business incubator several years ago, and we just, because we weren't business people by any stretch, and so we kind of, it changed our, our thinking about how to approach things. Uh, I think the, uh, you have to have a good product. That's first and foremost. Good product, yeah. That, because that saves you so much pain. Uh, you know, and then at that point, work on relationships, work on events, things that can only, you know, that will elevate you. And it, it's, it's, 
you know, after 20 years, maybe you'll be an overnight success, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, like, in, you don't need to be an expert on everything, yeah. but you need to understand all of the different pieces yeah. that basically make your business run. That's right. You know, like, you don't need to be a marketing expert, you don't need, need to be a production, but you need to understand. It's like, you know, you heard some, some of these very successful, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, they began as, you know, at the lowest of the lowest into a particular firm and they grow up. And what happens when you have that trajectory is that you understand how your business runs. The whole thing from the bottom. The whole thing from the bottom. And that's one of the main things that you have to, that I think is understanding your business, understanding your customer, who you're targeting, and, and as, you know, Brad mentioned, having a good product, it's the main thing because if you don't have a good product you just it's already hard so yeah you're, 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 not you're, you're doing a disservice to yourself you yeah. probably shouldn't even shouldn't fool around with it sure you know it's uh walt, we, walt speaks to something really smart there about learning the different roles in the business because when you you know when we have all these you know we contract out different people for media or whatever now we can have an informed discussion and uh that's right you, you, you get more value for what you, you it's less of uh, them lecturing and it's now hey we're peers this is what we're doing this is what we want to achieve how can we do this right and so I tell people you know any anytime I, I talk to a, a young person either you know that's in college now or, or starting their first job learn everything yeah yes. learn everything yeah. um, and, and I've said this before you know and, and one you'll be harder to be replaced you know if you're the guy or girl that can do everything yeah. just learn everything and like you said same thing that's yeah. kind of the advice there know everything from the, we from always the bottom say, up make yourself an asset that's yes. our that's our culture it's like how can we make ourselves better and and make it better for somebody else and under, like understand your business from beginning to end from yeah. manufacturing to marketing distribution everything so that's going to make your life a lot easier and it's going to allow you to make better informed decisions that is going to lead you to success. This is this is going off topic, but yeah. but um, still, you talked about it's you can do this in Huntington. It's cheaper, uh, more cost effective, I should say, to do this in Huntington yeah. versus a California or or a New York or, or Jersey. Um, is anyone using your story to sell to other people to do business in West Virginia? If not, why not? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. We need to work on that. I mean, I mean, I mean seriously, you, people, yeah. again, we're, you're talking about... Um, we, we were surprised we got this invitation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I think that, like, a lot of people think that we are in California. Yeah, because that, we that, do have an office there. I got it. When I don't think a lot of people understand that our manufacturing facility is actually yeah. here. I didn't know. Yeah. Did not know until Trisha, you know, we were brainstorming on this and, and came up with this idea and I still don't think I realized that you were actually doing the manufacturing in Huntington did yeah you? you'll have to come by the lab love yeah. to I mean it's yeah. cool yeah. Uh, yeah Trisha Ball has been such a champion she's been great yeah yeah. anything I missed no man no, I, I don't, I don't think No. I mean that's covered a lot of ground I mean we're here to help and you know hopefully we can you know have a positive impact into the community and as we grow uh, Huntington will grow with us man we have so many projects if we can just get over our this hump I mean we have we have more projects and ideas than we have years in our life that's right and it's we're excited this has been in your business 
I'm Reeves Kurtner. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and even leave us a review. Season one of In Your Business is presented by Moses Auto Mall of Huntington. MosesMeansMore.com and powered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce and Kindred Communications. This is Jason Moses, Executive Manager of Moses Auto Mall of Huntington, where Moses means more. Thanks for listening to In Your Business.